back to another episode of the Fab Life Podcast. I am your host, Loren Hopper, and I am so excited to talk to you today. I, again, this episode, I don't know why I keep, you know, typically, I think that coming with notes helps me (laughs) a lot of the time, but in this instance, I'm just like going at the beat of whatever comes up, I think. So... Today I wanted to talk to you about what it what it's like to own your own business. This is going to be a very business one, so if you're not really interested in the business aspect, I am warning you now, this is about business, but I will make it as interesting as possible if you do want to listen. Um, but when it comes to owning your own business, I think that you know there's a lot of things that we don't necessarily talk about, or there's a lot of things that happen in business that people don't necessarily know going into business or how tough it's going to be as a business owner. Because I think that when it comes to being a business owner, you not only take the role of being the CEO, which means that you actually physically wholeheartedly manage what happens, how things go about, what you're doing in your business, like everything is up to you which is honestly, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to take on as one human. Um, and so that's why when you talk about like your normal nine to five and, you know, doing your you know, like the different jobs like that, it sometimes seems a lot easier to not have to be the one quote unquote in charge. Um, and, you know, not only as the CEO, you have to make business decisions and all of that good stuff, you also have to make sure that you are able to, you know, keep up financially on supporting not only yourself, but if you have a team, supporting them as well financially. And so it's, it becomes a, it, it, it's hard. It's very, very hard. Um, and so there's a lot of things that I think we don't talk about necessarily when it comes to going into business. So I wanted to kind of take today and talk about some things that, you know, have come up for me um, as I've grown my business, as I've, you know, discovered different things that happen in business that we don't necessarily talk about. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about them. Obviously, these are things that I've learned along the way. I've been in business for three years now, and I have a pretty successful virtual assistant in online business management business. And, um, so yeah, so first things first, I think that, you know, depending on how you run your business, depending on how you are as a person, I will speak to myself and myself only. I am a very personable person. I person, (laughs) I am a very personable person and, um, I am, I just love, I love connecting with people. I love knowing people on a deeper level. And when it comes to business and working with clients, for me, I want to know you. I don't want to just pretend like, you know, you're just paying me and I'm doing services for you and that's it. I want to know who you are. I want to know, you know, life. Like, I want to know a little bit about you so it's not just so cut and dry. Um, and so sometimes that can get you in a little bit of trouble um, along the way because that's when, you know, you potentially get a little too close to a client and, you know, potentially they're no longer a client, it gets sticky at times, especially if you are a very emotionally emotional person, um, such as myself. 
Um, I take things personally, if I'm honest, that's something I definitely need to work on, is not taking things so personally because if I'm honest, not everything's about you. <laughs> not everything is because of you or not everything's wrong because you did something, you know what I mean? And so, and that can go for anything, you know, it's not just business, it's anything. Like, not everything has to do with you. And, you know, for me, I... I like to make things a lot dif more difficult for myself. I like to think that it's all my fault and put it all on myself because it's easier that way to then be like, oh, it's not my fault. So then what do you mean? Like, why? <laughs> um, and so when it comes to clients and having boundaries with your clients, it, it can be difficult, especially when you want to have a personable relationship with clients. Like, I want to know your kids. I want to know, you know, I want to know what's going on in your life because I feel that it's important to know these things because you know how to then support that client, especially if you know that they're going through a hard time or, you know, I personally just believe that being on a more personal level with clients, you are able to look at their business and want that much more success for them because you love them as a person, you love them as a client, you love working with them, you really want their business to be successful. However, that comes with the same note as you cannot um, fully take responsibility for somebody's business being successful or not. The only responsibility you can take is if your business is, is successful or not. And so when it comes to boundaries with clients, I think that it's important and I will not speak to um, kind of making it very professional. Like I, as much as it is professional, it's also, I again, I like to connect with them on a deeper level. And so when it comes to your boundaries, you have to be really clear on those when you start your business. And if you're not, I will speak to experience. If you're not actually clear on your boundaries when you start your business, your clients don't know your boundaries. And so they're going to think because you potentially message them at every hour of the night that they can message you whenever they feel like. And, you know, as much as that's true, if you continue to message them back, they're going to actually, whether they in their brain acknowledge it or not, they're going to expect you to then reply because they know that it's what you've done multiple times in the past. And so that's just one example, obviously, but creating really clear boundaries with your clients and knowing what you are and are not willing to compromise when it comes to different things in business, that needs to be super clear, not only with yourself, but also with your, with your clients, because ultimately clients aren't going to know what your, what your boundaries are unless you actually physically tell them. And so this is something that you can potentially put in a welcome packet, you know, and it doesn't have to be like my boundaries. It's your policies. It's your what's in your contract. It's your terms and conditions. And, you know, those are different things that you have to be able to express because if you don't express them, people aren't going to know that that's what they're doing or they're overstepping a boundary. But you also have to actually physically commit to that boundary and not go over it. You can't expect a client to read, hey, I only work from nine to five, you know, Monday through Friday, and then expect them to, when you're replying on Saturday and Sunday, not to message you. And you can't get mad about that because if you are messaging them back, then that just sets you up to be like, oh, well, now it's a consistent basis. And now they, now they believe that you should be able to reply to them on the weekends. 
So it's important to not only have it in written form, it's not only important to be able to express those boundaries, but it's also important to stick to them. And so when it comes to business, it's it's really important to establish all those boundaries before you even start. Um, that's a mistake that I had when I, when I first started my business is I didn't have boundaries. Um, <laughs> I didn't have boundaries for a good amount of time in my business. I thought I did, and then I created them, but then I never actually physically um, told my clients that those were my boundaries. And so my clients didn't know that. They were like, oh, oh, but you've replied here or you replied there. And it's like, yeah, I did, didn't I? So making sure that you know what your boundaries are going to be really important for not only yourself, but your clients. And so that is my first tip to you is make sure that your boundaries are in place. My second tip to you is to make sure that you always send a freaking contract. I can't even tell you how many mentees I've had that have been like, yeah, no, I didn't send a contract. Um, and now I've been working with them for like six months. Now I feel like it's awkward to send a contract. And um, yeah, yeah, that can be awkward. But that's why we send one in the beginning. You don't get to work with people if they don't have a contract in place and play their invoice, like pay their invoice right away. Um, you don't get services unless they're paid for. Like that's just kind of how the online space works. And so like you're not going to order something online. Like say you went to, who knows, an online, an online shop and you went to go and, you know, order it. They're going to ask you to pay for it before it gets shipped, aren't they? They always ask for your card. They You always have to pay for it. They're not going to ship it to your house and just pray that you pay them after you get it in the mail. No, that's not how it works. That's not how you work either. So when it comes to setting up your business for success, making sure that you have a really well-written contract, and if you can, have a lawyer look over it and read it through, or even, you know, a mentor, whatever, that's, you know, been through it, or if you even buy a template that's, you know, somebody has, make sure that it actually specifically says your terms and your, the things that you have in your, in your business, like your policies and stuff. So like for me, in my business, I have a couple of terms in there. Um, obviously it has a normal, you know, non-disclosure, yada, 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 but it also has a 30 days notice policy. It has my the payments and making sure that they know within five days if that invoice is not paid, they get a specific late fee. It also, it covers, it covers your ass when it comes to your different policies so that when a client decides to do X, Y, and Z, you can say, hey, we have a contract in place. Here's the policies. These are the different steps that need to be taken, yada, 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 so on and so forth. And so... That's important to have, 110%, is to be able to send a contract no matter what. So always, always, always cover your butt legally so that way you can make sure that you don't have any issues. However, that is not going to stop you from running into potential clients who, if I'm being honest, just don't want to pay. And it's happened before to me. It's happened before to my mentees. It's happened before. And sometimes, you know, there's a there's a point where you can and you cannot take action. Um, it's not that you can't take action. It's just that it, it, nobody really does because it's very difficult. Like, say you have a client that's overseas, you know, in a different country. Um, it's very difficult to go after somebody who's in a different country, has different laws, you just hope that you want to work with people that have 
they hold their self to a different type of integrity um, to be able to obviously pay those invoices and, you know, follow the terms and agreements. That's what you hope for. Um, however, I've had some really amazing clients that I thought were great who then didn't want to follow my policies. And so it's definitely difficult. It's really, really difficult to be able to figure out the balance between being personal and having those boundaries in place and then sticking to them. And then it's also difficult to actually say, listen, this is this is a legal contract. Like you can't just not go through it and, and you can't just go over it. You know what I mean? Go through it and pretend like it's not there. Um, so making sure that not only are you saying them, you're having them written in multiple places, but it's also legal. Um, you have a signed agreement that says this is my bound. These are my policies. These are my terms to working with me. And so, you know, that's really, really important is to have a contract in place, policies in place, such as contract invoice, um, you know, different, different things like that, that you should have in place always in your business. And so those are a couple of things that I think, you know, when starting your business is really, really important. Um, I think it's also really important to make sure that you are being honest with yourself because I've had clients where, you know, I will completely raise my hand and say I was in the wrong. I, you know, got overwhelmed mentally, physically, emotionally, and I didn't perform my best. And so, you know, you have to be able to not only recognize when things aren't your fault and when things are potentially the, the, the way that you didn't perform properly, you know? And so I think being honest with yourself is really, really important when it comes to the business space. That's what makes you a real CEO is to actually be able to act like say, I am the one who potentially did X, Y, and Z. And I understand blah, 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 blah. But making those things right is what's important and makes you a true leader. So I think that, you know, overall, it's important to make sure that things are written, things are clear so that not only you, but your clients know what those things are. And then to really step up as a leader to make sure that you are not only supporting yourself, but your team and the name of your company. You want to have a good reputation when it comes to being with clients, because ultimately, you know, you're going to work your way up to having really high level clients and people talk to people. And so if your name is like dragged through the mud, people aren't going to want to work with you. And so actually making sure that you're staying within your boundaries and your core values and one of my core values is, is staying in integrity and communication and honesty. And so having those in place is super, super important. So I hope that makes sense. I hope you got something out of this, kind of my main tips when starting your business. Um, because I think that a lot of us don't talk about it and a lot of us don't understand, okay, what are the specific things that I should need legally, but also mentally and um in your business. You know what I mean? So I hope this helped. I hope you got something out of this. And um, if you did, go ahead and go to the show notes. There is a little PDF, free downloadable PDF. And it talks about the 10 things that I wish I knew when I started my business. And if you liked this episode, please, please, please write a review or do the stars or whatever you typically do for a review. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. But it's been a pleasure talking to you today. I cannot wait for the next episode, but I will talk to you then. Bye.